Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jaron Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. <laughs> Got some intense conversations going on oh, today. Yeah. Football at five. Here it is. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We talk a lot of football yeah. uh, all show long, but we'll do it here. We do want to get to a couple other things. Uh, well, actually, let's say, let's mention it real quick. You mentioned Aaron Donald. Yeah. I don't know. What's the latest on the Donald thing? It's obviously under investigation. Uh, it, yeah. I knew, you got to be careful with this story because we yeah. don't know what he did. Was it his fault? All that stuff. Whoa. But he's um, obviously connected, and he also connected, it seems like, according to the reports, yeah. in a pretty good way with this guy, and his eye tells the story. Yeah. And what I'm telling you right now, just mind your P's and Q's what they say about Aaron Donald because I don't want him coming after you because if he comes after you and I, I know how you get sometimes right yeah. I, I always got your back Yeah. The, the, this one though and I'm not going to lie here <laughs> if Aaron Donald comes in the parking lot I'm, I'm looking the other way I'm the drunk I'm the drunk guy in the bar <laughs> yeah, with just, my big friend it's yeah. like running my mouth and then yep. running away and then all of a sudden I'm like hey, <laughs> I can't up here man good luck with that one no it's a, it's a crazy story obviously this occurred at a, it was a nightclub you know in the in the wee hours of the morning as they say um and yeah, apparently Aaron Donald took this guy's bottle or something like that because he had bottle service. Uh, the guy didn't like that. They kind of have a, a a verbal altercation, and then Aaron Donald does what Aaron Donald does. Yeah, uh, he goes beast mode. Of you fight for a living, you sure. probably wouldn't want to fight Aaron Donald seriously. I mean, I, I'll be honest, I wouldn't be the most pumped up about it. No, <laughs> I mean Aaron Donald's on the short list of. There's probably a lot of people in the NFL you don't want to fight, yeah. quite frankly. If you're anybody in a bar, not you, I'm yeah. just saying anybody, yeah. it's probably not the smartest. Although we saw that one, what was it like the Raiders? Was it the Raiders tackle? That, that wasn't actually him, though. Oh, it wasn't? No. Oh, no. okay. No, I saw like he a was on, no, uh, shout out to Chris Long, because Chris Long actually had him on. Oh, okay. It's like, yeah, I don't think that was me. So. That, yeah. Oh, it wasn't no, it, him. It wasn't him. They said it was, but it's, it wasn't. It's a good thing, because going back to the locker hey. room after that might be tough. Yeah, well, keep in mind, if, even if it was that guy, he was already out of the league. Okay. So he, okay. he didn't actually play for the Raiders. But, no, I get what you're saying, But sir. most – listen, you got 320-pound men. They play a physical game. Yeah. They're already – not that I want to fight the chubby-looking defensive tackle, no, but, but I certainly the, don't want to fight the ripped defensive tackle that Aaron Donald looks like. And this isn't like – and with all due respect to basketball players, but you know when there's like – we've had this conversation with Bill Ambeer. Like when Bill Ambeer threw the punch and he kind of like – Yes. It was like a slap punch. <laughs> yes, yes. When, when you say NFL players, like I'm reminded of like Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan. Andre Johnson, the most humble, soft-spoken guy ever, even had you know a, a, a line that was crossed. And when that line was crossed, Brent, he was throwing punches. AJ Green, man, at Jalen Ramsey, throwing punches. Yes, the, 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 these guys know how to hit. Let's just say. So I just say Aaron Donald's on the DNF list, the do not fight list. Yeah. Who else would be on it? Oh, like is me. Metcalf on it? I know Listen, Metcalf's measurables and all this stuff. Um, I know we, you said like Greg Jones back I mean, in the and, day, and that's it. But I'm saying right now, current, current. Okay. I mean, Greg Jones is probably the one guy I would take with me anywhere I needed to go. I'm just saying, if I was a promoter and I can get Greg Jones in his prime versus Aaron Donald, you want to talk about? I mean, because you know you got the Jake Paul, or Logan Paul, and Ben Askren this weekend. We're not, we're not even going to talk. We're not going to entertain. No, we that don't do that because we're better than that. Yes. Brent, you know what I'm saying. But I'm just saying, if I want to throw like a, a sideshow fight like that, that would be the one to make. But other guys in the NFL right now. 
I mean, like Metcalf's kind of like this physical monster. He is. He is. But, you know, you have to question the Jody, right? You just, just got to bob and weave him a little bit because he's got those Tom Brady hips and maybe you're going to be okay. <laughs> no, I'm just going to wasn't good. <laughs> you just got to run in a serpentine pattern and you're good <laughs> yeah. to go. He's it's like fighting a gator. <laughs> like a, an alligator. It's like fighting a gator on land. He can't handle it. Um <laughs> No, I get what you're saying with Metcalf, though. I don't know, man. Like, I'm thinking linebackers, and I'm obviously thinking, well, you know who, and this guy's retired, too? Like, Patrick Willis. Remember how big yeah, Patrick yeah. Willis was and just, like, athletic? Like, that guy, um, explosives, Clayus Campbell, I think would be, I don't know. I don't trust anybody who has a voice like that. Like, <laughs> you, you, you just know there's strength behind that voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, he could crush you, a skull. I'll one here on the Jags. What do you got? Underrated that you wouldn't. But Leon I'm, Jacobs? Yes. Yeah, the Wisconsin guy. The guy, Wisconsin connection, yeah. guy's got muscles in his face. Okay. And listen, um, he does have muscles in his face. He's got, yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> he, does. he really does. He, you no, have muscles I, in your face. You're a big I, dude. I remember I saw him at a training camp. He took his pads off. And I go, excuse me? I'm sir? Not, yeah, I'm not talking Pardon cheekbones. Me? I'm no, talking no, muscles no. in your face. No. Um, but you know <laughs> And it's not fair to him. Okay? And it's not fair to him. But I'm just saying that Derrick Henry run where he stiff-armed Leon Jacobs. Remember that play? That's true. In that, I think of that. Derrick Henry's got that a one. Derrick Henry, one, Barbell, right. by the way. No, 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 no. Derrick Henry would be high on that list. Yeah. Here, here's the real question. Fourth and one, Aaron Donald versus Derrick Henry. Is Aaron or is Derrick Henry getting the first down? Mm. And and this is the one right here, folks. The, the, this is This is the hard-hitting question. No pun intended, or pun intended, whatever. Essentially the Oklahoma drill. Oklahoma drill. Aaron Donald versus Derrick Henry. Who are you taking? Now keep in mind, this is coming from pro football focus. He didn't really rate Aaron Donald that well in, in, in the run game. I think I think I'd put my I, I really do feel like I'd put my money on Derrick. Yeah. And I, I, That's a tough call. Oh, it's a tough call, but I just, I think I would. Yeah, maybe I, 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 you just have we ever seen anybody just really just like arm ta- like just tackle him at the moment like and just I mean I'm sure we have but it doesn't feel like it's one guy. Feel like, it feels like there was no momentum well, built no, up. Maybe no, no, for sure yeah, that's the thing. I remember like I think it was the. It's not the like he's Steelers. never been tackled for a loss. I you think T.J. Watt had like a stunt where he pulled and he got in the backfield, but once again no no head of steam and tj watt like tacked him on his legs and it was like a tackle for loss and he was celebrating all that stuff because that's what the watts do they're they're high they're very intense individuals but if we're talking derrick henry with a full head of steam i i think i like derrick henry's odds too but brent aaron donald's a different piece man. i know that's a tough yeah, call I, I feel bad even say, for some reason if you'd even be listening to this for whatever reason you know like he types in his name all of a sudden you put out, well, hey, aaron donald gets his butt kicked by derrick henry <laughs> and he finds that out i'm like oh yeah, but here's the deal. Here's one, here's one of the reasons I lean toward Derek. Yeah. There's a hell of a better chance I see Derek. You're not wrong. Sooner than I see You're Aaron Donald. Wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm sure we're probably going to see him Thursday night this year. So it's, yeah. a, it's a smart move on my part. I'm sure we'll see Derek Henry Thursday night primetime, so we got to be careful what we say about Derek Henry. Hey, hey I got uh, your back. I Urban got you. Meyer talking with Michael Irvin about Alex Smith. It's the first time I've heard this, but listen. What are your thoughts on that comeback that Alex Smith made? Oh, he's, uh, I wanted him here. You know, we talked to him about joining here, and he's had a tough injury. You know, and I, of all the players I've ever coached, and I would tell people this when people didn't know how tough he was, he's one of the toughest cats I've ever been around. He's obviously, he's one of those guys who never had a bee in his life, just really smart, 
photographic memory. He did the things in the spread offense before people even knew what he was doing. Uh, and then when I saw him, and I was embarrassed to say that I knew he had a bad injury. He's so private. I had no idea how bad until I watched that. My my wife and I, I looked at my wife. She's sobbing as we're watching that documentary. And I know his wife, Elizabeth, and, and Alex are dear friends. His parents are dear friends. Uh, he's one of the great stories in, in NFL history. But you said something in there, Coach. You said you wanted him there. You, you guys tried to get Alex Smith in Jacksonville? We had conversations with him, and, and uh, there is some, you know, there's some medical people that in our organization that were very concerned. And uh, you remember our GM actually drafted Alex at San Francisco. So you have two of the people in Jacksonville that loved Alex as much. You know, that was deeper than a player now. He, he's like our family. Both of us feel so strong about him. You know, that's something that we're just going to keep an eye on because I, I hope he comes back. How about that? That's Urban Meyer with Michael Irvin. And uh, thanks to Jordan DeLugo, by the way. Uh, follow Jordan on Twitter, covers the Jags. I saw him tweet this out. I said, where did you see that? Yeah. And he said, uh, Michael Irvin on the show, the, the marketing folks sent it to him. And um, so I appreciate Jordan for sharing that. But that's pretty insightful stuff, Very, man. Because, revealed there. listen, we... We wondered about Alex Smith. We've talked a lot about Alex Smith. You you know, is it Alex Smith? Is it Fitzpatrick? We've had those debates. Mm-hmm. But I guess we weren't totally wrong with the concept of, hey, yeah, if you can get Alex Smith down here to help out with Trevor Lawrence, yeah. that's something the Jags are interested in exploring. So that's part one. Part well, and by the way, you, you called that like – Right away. Like like in, you, now, December. Now, now, were you talking to Urban Meyer the whole time? Maybe. Maybe you guys got a little special connection I don't know about, kind of you had with some other people. But, yeah, you, you definitely called that, and I wasn't buying into the narrative. Yeah, and so there, there's some interest there. But then I think the next part of this that's fascinating to me is Urban said Let's, the doctors had some concerns. You mm-hmm. know, and, and what I take from that is not that he can play, but concerns about the value you're going to have to give him, like the dollars. The dollars are going to be pretty high, probably, mm-hmm. uh, to, to go get Alex Smith. And I think a lot of people would covet him as in the backup role. And so dollars versus injury history and still maybe a little bit concerning of, of what that is. Um, that's interesting because mm-hmm. it's he was medically cleared and he played, man. He played OK, played pretty well. Yeah. So I kind of got past the injury part of this. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I mean, that's an interesting 60 seconds. By the way, good on Michael Irvin right there from an interview standpoint. Not only the great question, but the follow-up to go back to it because he kind of slipped that in. Like, we wanted him here, said it quick, and then moved on. Yeah. Well, good job by Michael Irvin in that uh, instance to to say that. But this isn't surprising to me. I guess I'm just – I figure two things on the Alex Smith front. One, Mm -hmm. if the Jags really, really wanted him. And, again, the injury stuff obviously played a role here, it sounds like, from what Urban just said. Then they can go get him. And we still kind of feel like Gardner Minshew might be on the, the block or whatever might be. Not not sure if he'll even be on the roster in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but they go get a veteran backup quarterback. And so they've kind of moved on from Alex Smith, probably from a medical situation. The other thing is we wondered, would they wait around for Alex Smith? Alex Smith, and rightfully so, if I were him, I'd be looking to see where can I fit to maybe get – into a starting job and compete. I want to play. I want to play. Yep. Right. If I'm going to do this, I want to play. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just come tutor a guy along. So maybe he becomes available in September. I still wouldn't rule that out based on what Urban Meyer said. If he does become a, available, might see him as a, a part that could play a backup role to Trevor Lawrence. And again, he feels like the guy that could tutor um, Trevor Lawrence along. Now they invested in the backup quarterback spot to the tune of like two years, five million dollars. So yeah. it would be surprising, <laughs> but. Um, 
very revealing stuff from Urban Meyer there with Michael Irvin. Well, and it goes to show you once again. And, you know, obviously I was I was a little hesitant because I thought the price tag was going to be too much for Alex Smith. But I think what this kind of gives you, and once again, we, we can't say this enough. Urban Meyer comes out and basically takes us behind the scenes, right? There's not a lot of coaches out there to be like, yeah, we want to take yeah, him, but, you know, cool. value it. Like, once again, there's Urban Meyer doing his thing. But it goes to show you that Urban Meyer is trying to bring his guys in. Now, yes, he's brought his coaches in, obviously, and, and his strength staff and all that stuff. But I'm saying players, too. Like, he feels comfortable with the type of guys that he's either coached or that he knows very well. And then when that doesn't, you know, come through, then he trusts, you know, the position coaches, the coordinators, and all that stuff. We've seen that with free agency so far. But it goes to show you, and once again, you know, I don't buy into the whole narrative of they're going to take three or four Ohio State guys in the draft. But it goes to show you, Urban Meyer is leaning on what he knows more than the unknown. Um, I think that he's from the standpoint now where either you're going to swing and you're going to hit or you're going to swing and miss. But if you swing and miss, at least you're going to swing and miss on the guys that you know. Yeah, that's a great point, too. Let's get to that in a a little bit uh, more in length in just a moment. By the way, that's coming from uh, the Michael Irvin podcast, Podcast One's Michael Irvin podcast. That's where you can find the Urban Meyer interview. Uh, I'm not sure if this guy has a podcast or not, but he can give you the best on fishing there is. And right now we bring in Rick Riles with the Florida Sportsman Fishing Report each and every day here at Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Good evening, Rick. What do you mean you don't know if I've got a podcast, Brent Martineau? What? (laughs) Oh my gosh! Every Thursday evening it gets updated. Don't you, don't you dare forget about that. And I don't expect you to miss another one. But I've got a burger, Brent Martineau, that I'll bet you that within the next forty-eight hours, while we talk about um, the coach bringing in his guys, who's going to be the first to call and say, "Is this going to be the resurrection of Tim Tebow?" <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's. You know, that's behind the scenes, or at least low-key, I think people are afraid to wonder too much about that. But there's still a curiosity there, I think. Oh, did we lose Rick? Uh, It looked like... um, See, there he is. He's coming. Oh, he's back. He's going to come back in. But okay. uh, by the way, listen to Rick Riles every day here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Today, probably not the best of fishing weather. Uh, at least that was the plan, but I know going into the weekend, it looks better. And 7 a.m. on ESPN 690, 7 to 9 every Saturday morning with Rick Riles. I think we have Rick back. Uh, what's the fishing forecast? We'll get to more Tim Tebow talk down the road. <laughs> Well, it's going to be good. Uh, in fact, the weekend looks outstanding, and that is starting tomorrow. Uh, I've got a little offshore trip planned tomorrow, and it looks like both Saturday and Sunday are going to be good for the smaller boats wanting to get the blue water. I like the looks. It might be a little cloudy. Better take your rain jacket. But the winds are going to drop off this evening, and it looks like they're going to stay dropped off. That is great news for the guys that want to uh, fish the edge of the Gulf Stream. The tuna are biting right on the break. Uh, you get a little bit further offshore. There's a few mahi. There's not a lot yet, but there certainly is more on the way. Brent, I don't know if you heard me the first time or not, but Brent, I'll bet you a burger that you're going to get a call wanting to know if if the coach wants his guys. Is he bringing back Tim Tebow? Yeah, I bet uh, that's a good burger bet right there, and you might win that one. I think uh, we'll probably get a call or two on that, no doubt about it. Rick Riles, thanks for jumping in. We appreciate it. We'll do it again tomorrow evening, 5:15. Thank you, Brent. You bet. Uh, that's Rick Riles with your 
Florida Sportsman Fishing Report. Again, check out the show, 7 a.m. on ESPN 690 on Saturday mornings, 515 right here each and every day on ESPN 690. The Tebow question's an interesting one. I'm not going to get into it right now. Mm-hmm. I, you know, There's a lot of people suggesting could he, will he, would he be a part of the organization in some way. I, I think that was floated out immediately as kind of like, ha-ha. I still have my curiosities about Tebow's and involved. That relationship is so close, but is it too close to yeah. even wrestle with something like that? Whether it's trying out to be a tight end, whether it's uh, in the organization in some capacity, you know, I don't know. I mean, who, d- nobody knows really what Tim is thinking next in his life. Does he want to keep doing TV? He's out of baseball now, you know, he's married, he's got life going on. So, not going to get into it too much today. I think the the story really right now is this podcast with Michael Irvin. It brings up some interesting questions about Alex Smith. Urban Meyer said, hey, they wanted him here. The yeah. doctor said, yeah, we're not comfortable with that. C.J. Beathard uh, is the backup quarterback, we think, unless Gardner Minshew is the backup quarterback. Right now, both still on the roster. Mm-hmm. Would you have felt better if... Alex Smith was here instead of C.J. Beathard and whatever's going to happen with Gardner Minshew. I, I hate to talk about Minshew in the past tense. It just feels like he's not going to be a part of this thing in the fall, although I don't think we should resign ourselves to that. He's still on the roster right now. It just over the last month hasn't felt like he's going to be a part of it going forward. If money wasn't the option and we know that Gardner Minshew is going to be gone, then I would probably prefer Alex Smith over Beathard just because Alex Smith has more experience than Urban Meyer offense. But you know, I'm not going to change my stances now about how I feel about the old backup quarterback's position for Trevor Lawrence. I think that a backup quarterback can help out a lot sometimes, um, especially to a guy who has a lot to learn. But I think when you have a guy like Trevor Lawrence who comes in with a wealth of experience from the college level, I think when you have a guy like Trevor Lawrence who obviously has the talent um, and, and kind of has the pedigree, if you will, to be a special guy in this league. And you talk about a guy who seems to be set up for success in terms of his quarterback coach, in terms of the coordinator, and obviously the head coach in Urban Meyer. I'm not so concerned with the backup quarterback position being brought in to help him out then. I'm, I'm really not. Now, if you want the backup quarterback position to come in here and possibly win some games because I'm knock on the most wood you can because Trevor Lawrence goes down for a couple games, then okay. Once again, I'd probably go Alex Smith more than C.J. Beathard. But if we're just having the conversation about can a backup quarterback really help Trevor Lawrence that much, I think I'm okay with C.J. Beathard. Yeah, and you've been very consistent with that. Uh, you know, I kind of like the idea of it. And Beathard's been around the block a little bit, and I hear you. I, I don't know if Trevor Lawrence needs this. That's not what I'm saying. I just think Alex Smith, who knows Urban Meyer, who knows Trent Baalke, mm-hmm. who has been in the league for 15 years, the ups and downs, has been a number one pick, Yeah. right? Yep. Has has dealt with that pressure. I don't see how it could hurt. And that's why the logic made so much sense for the Jags to at least even investigate and look at and the dots connected. Um, but listen, I, I'm not also sitting here saying, let's not over-dramatize this. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you didn't get Alex Smith. Now Trevor Lawrence isn't going to be nearly as good as I thought he could be. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just not that situation. Uh, but a very interesting comment coming from Urban Meyer. Uh, and, and quite frankly, I'm not that surprised they were interested. Yeah. I thought they should have been interested mm-hmm. all along in uh, Alex Smith. Let's hit the happy hour horn here on a Thursday edition of Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Ooh. Ah. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Islands and every drop of Vida de Luis tequila. 100% blue agave from Tequila, Mexico. Good vibes. I noticed the fellas from Vita de Louis were down in South Florida. Big video shoot. They got a big campaign and promotion like coming out, which is pretty cool. Having some fun with the Vita de Louis tequila. Check it out. VitaDeLouis.com. Reposado and Yeho Blanco, where you can find a bottle of Vita de Louis. Locally owned tequila right here in Jacksonville Beach. VitaDeLouis.com. Taste of the Islands I feel in like, every drop. I feel like being in the, the, the tequila business, I don't know, all the alcohol is probably the, the most, like, I guess, the, like the most fun. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, we associate tequila with, like, you know, sunshine and vacation and boating and all that stuff, like margaritas and all that stuff. Spring break. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you go to Senor Frog, right? And yeah, it's yeah. like No, exactly. Like it's, it's sort of a good time. I feel like if we're if we're trying to rep like, you know, whiskey or, or gin, then it's like, I don't know. I I feel like it's like Goodfellas or something. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's a little more serious out there in the streets. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Little Jack Daniels coming at you. But hey, we can get serious if you want. Yeah, okay. Hey, it's yeah, fine. Except for Aaron Donald. World World Take hey, take all our drinks, sir. Urban Meyer had some more comments. What else did he say in this podcast with Michael Urban? Plus, we're still looking for your favorite car, folks. Favorite car you've owned. Happy birthday to Tyler and Kaylee. They're not getting one, but maybe you can share what they should dream about. <laughs> should, we, should, we start like a, should we start a Venmo account for them? Like, like yeah, a toaster a oven? Fun. A little GoFundMe page? Hey, hey, hey Jack's yeah. Twitter's come up big before. Uh, hey, hey, Dilla, can you start? A car fund for oh, the twins. Man. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, come on. They need it about as much as Trevor needs a toaster. All right? <laughs> That's a good point. We'll be back on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. Well, listen, if we wanted to just bump WWE by like a half hour or a few minutes, yeah. we should have just rolled your your highlight tape. Oh. Austin Lane. Oh, and there it is. And now Brent's playing ball. Oh, son, Chapman throwing some high heat at me. Watch out for that suspension, Brent. Real quick, though. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I still can dominate this league. I know that. But if I ever reach that, my max potential or getting back there like I feel now, and this, man, they say the sky's the limit, but it's, it's probably higher than that. <laughs> they got a great team. They're definitely on a winning team. You saw they won 12 games last year, right? More than what my team I played for won last year, I think. <laughs> That's Shadavion Cloudy. I don't understand the market for Jadavion Cloudy. It's yeah. been wacky. It's, it's really one of the mysteries out there. Like, this guy is a good player. He has not shown that he is a bona fide, consistent star player. Mm-hmm. And he has been as highly touted as any player coming out over the last seven, eight, ten years Mm -hmm. with his physical gifts. He's an interesting, interesting cat. Uh, And at one point, you know, he was the number one overall pick. This year, the Jaguars have the number one overall pick. And they are not going with a pass rusher. They are going with a quarterback. And Jags fans, you can win a chance to meet the pick. Courtesy of TIAA Bank, just visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick to register each day through draft night. Two weeks from today, no purchase required to enter or win. For eligibility and other details, see the official rules at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick, which will be Trevor Lawrence, we believe. 
Jadavion Clowney, why isn't there a market for this guy? Like, why does he have a hard time finding a team and sticking with a team and signing, like, let's just say a four-year, $60 million deal, four years, $52 million? I mean, Dante Fowler got, like, a three-year deal, I think worth 16 mil or 13 mil or something like that with Atlanta. Leonard Floyd just got paid. For the, for the Rams. Yeah, I don't understand the clowny it, stuff. Like, And I know his stats don't jump. We talked about this a lot yeah, with the Jan yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. He had like three sacks that one season. He was, And I think a lot of that last year was he was betting on himself and saying, I'm going to sit this out, sit this out, this sit this out. Yeah. And it didn't really work for him in terms of a big payday. didn't yeah. work for Jan in terms of how he bet on himself for a big payday. Um, I don't know. Clowney is a weird deal. It's, it's bizarre. He's a good player, I think. He might not be a great player, but it, you – you don't have to be a great player to get big money at that position. No, I think with, with Clowney, though, it's just he's a victim of circumstance and time. Because if he would have came out the same year as D. Ford and Frank Clark and those guys got paid, I think Clowney is in that bracket as well. Um, and we talked about Yannick Ngakwe possibly being in that bracket. He doesn't get paid. What happens to Yannick Ngakwe in the next couple of years? Now he's, you know, now he's not, he's making a fraction um, of what he probably could have even made in Jacksonville. And, and Clowney's the, the same situation. I think that, and I think Clowney's a great player. I, I think in terms of the run game and the pass game, you know, I think he's balanced on that, right? Like he, he doesn't favor one over the other. You know, if, if you go over his quarterback sack totals the past couple of years, they are lacking a little bit. But I think you see a guy with his size, athleticism, and speed, and pending that he's healthy, I think you got a guy there. I think Cleveland's going to be, especially with Miles Garrett on the other side, like that's that's going to be quite the, I feel like, uh, tandem to have to deal with. But once again, it's just for whatever reason right now, the market on edge rushers, it's down. And I think it's down because when you had guys like Frank Clark and D Ford make all that money, um, did it pay up? No, absolutely not. You know, in terms of their production right now, uh, it doesn't even come close. So I think you see teams that are a little more, you know, in terms of keeping their, their cash to the chest a little more just because they don't want to risk it for a guy who can maybe only get you four or five sacks per year because that's what it comes down to, Brent, more than anything. Yeah, quarterback hurries are good and tackles for losses are great, but you're bringing that guy, you're paying that guy that much money because it's all about the quarterback sacks. Yeah, and he can get up to $10 million. I think he does help that Browns defense. They needed some help. They could be dynamic there. Um, he sounds excited about it. It's cool to hear t- people say they're excited to play for the Bills, the Jags, yeah. and the Browns. Yeah. You know? I mean, that is something that's different. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah. You, you know, you said it. You didn't want to go to Cleveland coming Absolutely. up. I think a lot of people wouldn't want to go to Buffalo, whether it's the weather or the organization or whatever. There's been people that don't want to go to Jacksonville, right, or yeah. might talk under under their breath about it that sense. All right, eh, I'd rather not end up there. That's not the case right now. Uh, yeah. Sure, money wins a day at some part, but this wasn't a money thing. He wanted to be a part of that, um, which which I think uh, I think is pretty cool for Cleveland. I like seeing some of these teams that we haven't heard from in a while be good. We'll see if Cleveland can consistently build off it like Buffalo seemingly has and will continue to do. And, of course, uh, the Jags are kind of in the ground stages of that. J-Lo and A-Rod, like we said, Anthony Edwards hadn't heard of A-Rod, probably heard of J-Lo. Uh, I, I, hey, I'd hope so for his sake, yes. Split up. Yeah. TMZ end special. Era, Brent. End of an era. Page six. End of an era. I'd actually lasted longer than I thought. You think so? I sure. Well, she's, I, mean, well, they, I mean, they were probably together well, for like four years, yeah, right? Yeah, well, and she's, she's had her, let's be honest, Brent. She's, she's had her history now. 
No, she, she's dated a couple guys. I think A-Rod's had a little history, too. Well, good. A lot of history, then. Call it the History Channel if you want it, man. <laughs> okay, do what you got to do. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just thought, like, they're... Because they seem kind of like the same people. They're very driven, um, very career-oriented, right? Like, she's doing the Super Bowl halftime show. A-Rod's doing TikTok videos. Like, they're, they're all about the brand and everything. I just wanted to see him make it, man. It's just sad. It's the end of an era. What's up? <laughs> you really feel heartfelt. I mean, I, I honestly, I really don't care. Oh, if if this was me eight years ago and I'm playing football, then I would care. I'd be like, hey, Jayla, what's going on? But obviously now those I'm, I'm a married man. I'm happily married man. Those times have, have, have passed. But it makes you wonder, though, Brent, and, and the, the, this is the real question right now because you know what happens in situations, right? When the couples break up, what do you do? Do you, do you shoot lower than the previous, you know? mate or do you shoot for the stars once again like do you think jail is going to upgrade over a rod which is hard to do and do you think a rod's gonna try to upgrade over jail which is a very hard to do well let's go here which, okay who has it easier to upgrade i mean come on jail all day jail all is day. a lot more fish in the sea better than a rod well, and no, a little less fish in the sea with, better than j-lo with, with all due respect to a rod jennifer lopez is still on fire right now in terms of her career she just put the Super Bowl like how long yeah, ago? They did two years. Yeah, ago. exactly. So she's she's still doing her thing. A Rod, okay. Well, you you you, you own the Twins. He's become kind oh, of. I'm sorry, the, the, the Timberwolves. He's kind of the oh, become an old owner. An old <laughs> owner. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know, man. Like maybe that there's there's a market out there for that. But then like I I bring up the, the Robert Kraft example. If Robert Kraft's an owner, what happened to him? He got busted doing some stuff he probably shouldn't have been doing. You're the owner, man. Like you got. You were in Jordan shoes or whatever. You should be getting whatever you want. But that's not how it works sometimes. So I think J-Lo is better far off than A-Rod is. You know, I I, I, want, I don't, and I've really thought about this, but it's making me wonder it now. How hard would it really be to be married if you're like that level superstar? I couldn't imagine. That, you, like, you can't even have a life. I mean, like Giselle and Brady have been together for a while. They've done a right? great they job. They seem like they've made it work. Yeah. Uh, Sierra and Russell well, Wilson. Uh, yeah. But the the whole but like, will it last? Like you would never put money that it will last either one of them, because they don't it, last. I know, man. Like, is there? A, you guys know this stuff way better than me. But is there like the celebrity, celebrity couple, couple that's like that has lasted? I mean, that's like impossible. I mean, you live different lives. You have you you're the ego of of everything. People pulling away at all levels. Man, I just think it would really be hard. Press, man. I think it'd be uh, hard. You're making me depressed. I, mean, I, I can't think like, of any. What's got? What's more of a chance of happening? Okay. A power couple like that mm-hmm. stays together, mm-hmm. or a childhood actor actually ends up having a successful life. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Dude, I mean, a, oh man, I mean, I'm not putting my money on any of those things. Honestly, I mean, it's it seems like both are destined for disaster. Yeah, I, it's just I feel like when you mix, because like let's be honest, J Lo Alpha. A Rod Alpha. Yes. Two alpha. I, I don't know though. I don't know, man. I, I'm, I shouldn't be speaking on this because I have no idea. No, I don't um, either. I just, I realistically asked. I like that. I think that'd be very. I difficult. just feel like, like if I their, was, their whole dynamic had to be exhausting. I mean, I've been married twenty something years. Yeah. But if I was that level superstar, yeah, I just don't feel like I'd be married twenty something years. Like I don't know. Maybe I would. <laughs> I, I think it's a totally different ball game. Yeah. Uh, like I probably I wouldn't. Have, if I was that level superstar, I, I probably wouldn't have got married when I was I just, fourteen. I, okay, I just feel like once you find the one, you find the one. And we're supposed to be in wedding season right now with Coos, and now you're breaking everybody's heart, saying, "Ah, if I was more famous, I'd think about it." I don't know, man. Um, 
But with J-Lo's perspective, though. Well, Steph you, wouldn't want to be with me if I was more famous. That's what I'm saying. Oh, because you'd be, like, insufferable or what? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you think she keeps on da- – like, okay, so if you're Jennifer Lopez, are athletes off the table now or you keep on dating athletes? Yeah, she seems like she's going to – Mike Trout? <laughs> Yeah. Mike Trout, is he, I don't know, is he married? My, my he might be, he's probably married like 10 kids because it's Mike Trout. My favorite thing about the, the breakup yeah. is we think we can be better off being friends. What is this, seventh no, grade? No, no, hey, see, that, no. <laughs> I mean, the, are we no, in seventh no, grade? No, 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 <laughs> no the, you, you can't do that, especially when, when there's like an engagement ring. No, the, did you see the whole announcement, by the way? <laughs> it was like a joint announcement, like Good Morning America had it on one channel with A-Rod, and then J-Lo was on like, the E! Network. It was, it was like a joint, like, it was almost like a PR move where it's like, all right, we, you know, like, we, we messed up here. We got to disclose this. Like, what was that? It was, it was, it was like it was calculated. Oops. Especially after the day that we talked about them being together. Remember that? Because, yeah. Because yesterday yeah. we talked about, yeah, they're still together. Who, who buys dinner? A-Rod or J-Lo? Uh, they probably pay paper, rock, scissors, and whoever loses has to buy dinner. <laughs> no, I'm sure, I'm sure it's back and forth. Whose prenup is better? <laughs> I mean, they're not married, though. So I know, but fine. if they were, they were, like, were on their way, they were engaged. I know. I mean, who handles that stuff? I don't know, man. I'm so glad I don't have to think about that. It, it sounds exhausting just talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, why does anybody want to be that big of a star? That's a different life. That's I don't even know if life. I want to make that kind of money. Do, you remember when Bezos put up well, a I am trying hard on doggy, do, <laughs> doggy coin there, Dodge coin, what do you think, whatever it is, Doja what do you, coin. What, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> What do you what do you think Jeff Bezos when you know he got a divorce? You think that was messy or not? Because you know she became like the like the fifth most like richest woman in the world and, after uh, that. Yeah, and she's done a lot of great things. Yeah, with she's her cool. Money too. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they get along. Maybe you just get so rich you don't even care. I don't huh? know. I just don't pay attention to it, so it might have yeah. been more messy than than I would even know. Yeah. Uh, yay or nay on Team USA uniforms for the twenty twenty one? It's gonna Olympics. be a big fat no for me. Did you see them? I did. Thoughts? I bet you love them. I guarantee you love them. No, I don't. But the, I used to, the Ralph Lauren collection. I used to think those were the coolest things going when I was a kid. Like <laughs> I like want sailors. my life goal was to get like a sweatsuit like the Olympics. They, they look like know? sailors. Why can't TV? Like we're the United States of America. Give us something cool for once. <laughs> you look like dorks. Who should they go with instead of Ralph Lauren? Oh man, anybody. Go with go. With Fubu, bring Fubu back if you have to. Bring, I don't care, man. Ralph Lauren's dropping Maybe the, the J Lo connect. Uh, and Alex talking. <laughs> no, seriously, it's like an Eddie Bauer edition uniform. It's the worst. We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. In honor of uh, Tyler and Kaylee's birthday, your favorite car. Go. You got like 10 more minutes. Again, they're not getting one. We'll be back. <laughs> Steve Austin doing a great job here on the show. Filling in? Yep. Not for Austin Lane, for Coos. No, for sure. If you want to fill in for me too, you can one day. I can, one day? I, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can give <laughs> you my schedule. Then you got to make that seem like one day you'll graduate to where you can fill in for me. <laughs> it's like when I, <laughs> it's like when that one kid, when my kid took my spot for a couple of days, 11, oh, how old is 12-year-old? 14-year-old. Uh, I was way off, 14-year-old. Yeah. And he's like, any advice? I'm like, yeah. I saw Noah yesterday. No, I, I, I'm going to tell you what Brent told me. Stay, stay out of my way. <laughs> stay out of my way. Hey, just stay out of my way, man. The coolest thing about Noah. Uh, uh, how's he doing, by the he's way? He's doing great. Good. Uh, and so I, the kids have uh, were hitting yesterday mm-hmm. at a field we don't normally go to. And leave. there was a ball game going on. Yeah. And driving out of the parking lot, uh, Noah 
was in the passenger seat. Yeah. He was just playing a ball game. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. Playing, playing a baseball yeah. game and, and leaving. So I see no everywhere. See him at the Creekside games, and now he's playing at his own games. And Visibility, Brent. It's big right. in terms of branding, man. Uh, I see you, Noah. Pretty shout out to Noah. Check out yeah. his uh, his um, YouTube page. Yeah. Noah Schlick's up. Mm-hmm. Schlick on sports, I believe it is. Um, look it up. You'll find it. No problem. Uh, Brent Martin, Austin Lane, and Steve Austin here on the <laughs> <laughs> Did do you go by Steven or Steve? Because you by Steven, right? I went by, I, I think it was in middle school. I decided, hey, I need people to start calling me Steve because okay. that's adult. And, and then and then once everybody started calling me Stone Cold Steve Austin, I yeah. was like, call me Steven. Steven, I got you. Okay. Because well, I know like Stuart. Like Stuart hates to be called Stu. Hates it. Like he can't stand hates it. Hates like, it so much pet peeve. that like you kind of enjoy doing it. Okay. I like, mean, I'm not going to disrespect like, him like that, but you do that to him sometimes? The greatest thing about Stuart and the Stu part was so we know that he doesn't like to be called Stu, so we yeah. call him Stu. Well, by the way, right. the, the first time I ever like really met him, I'm like, oh, what's up, Stu? He's like, actually, it's Stuart, yes. right? Because oh, yeah. uh, my name's like an uh, like an art. I'm like, <laughs> okay, got it, man. That's all I gotta say. Stuart was the art. No, or, yeah, I respect it. I but respect anyway, it. our G general manager, the big boss on the TV mm-hmm. side at the time, would for years. Yeah. Every time he saw him, called him, "What's up, Stu?" <laughs> well, <laughs> Weber's not gonna say that. No, like, don't no, call no. me that. No, 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 no. <laughs> so you, classic, you, you learn to tolerate it, sir. We had, so we had a great relationship with him. <laughs> and so after like a couple of years of doing it, we're like, hey, you know, he hates to. Yeah. Hates it. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Get hold of him, It's awesome. It was great. It was oh, great. man. I love it. <laughs> uh, the, will, will Zach Ertz get traded from the Eagles? Before the draft. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. It's like a security blanket. But I'm not saying he's coming to Jacksonville. Is he going to be on the move? Do you want... Do you want, like, Sunshine and Rainbows, Austin? Or do you want what I really think? Really think. I don't think he's going to get traded, no. Sunshine and Rainbows, Austin says yes. I just... I I don't know. I, I think that if it hasn't happened yet... You know, like, we're getting close to the to the draft here. And I feel like if there's an interest at the tight end position, something would have we at least would have heard something by now. Yeah. All we hear is from his side. We had some blockbusters, right? It was Miami and Philly. It was, and then San Francisco jumped in the fold. And mm-hmm. uh, they, I think, I think we would know by now. The reason why I think these trades happen earlier is because teams want time to prepare for all the scenarios that could go in place. Yeah. Now, we got two weeks until the draft. There's still plenty of time for scenarios to play out. I would think the way these things work on the draft board is the Jags have a feeling what people are going to do from 1 to 32. Like, they, they have, like, a guesstimate. They, they could go here. They could go here. This opens up scenarios here. you right. got to be prepared for this. What if this team jumps here? You know, they know that. That's part of it. You better handicap the field. I mean, that's like going to play – you know, blackjack <laughs> for or, sure. or or the World Series of Poker and not doing any homework on your opponent. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So correct. you got to do that. And so from that sense, I don't know if there's an immediacy and you have to do something like by a certain deadline. If you, you don't want to overpay to do that. You don't want to show your hand doing that. But I do think teams like to move earlier 
rather than later because then there's more planning that can be done, more vetting that can be done, more scenarios to play out. Yeah. You, you you have less time to do that if it happens a day before the draft, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean they haven't vetted the scenarios out. You know, they know. Let's just take the Jags. The Jags know, or the Eagles for this instance. Jags know, hey, the Jags might be uh, – the Eagles know the Jags might be interested. Mm-hmm. The Eagles know – just throw a name. Uh, the the Texans mm-hmm. might be interested, mm-hmm. and the Rams might be interested, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, so they know those are the three dance partners potentially. Maybe there's a surprise team that sneaks in there, but probably not. They've eliminated the Patriots and all these other teams. Yeah. So that's why it's not necessarily. Hey, you got to do it by Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I would say I still feel like it felt like Ertz wanted out. I feel like Ertz has done enough. I feel like at some point they're going to get him out of there. I don't know if it's before the draft, but I think I would put some money on that he still moves. See, I just not see Orlando with, Brown. That thing is squashed. No, like, that I thing seems he like any quiet. There, and he's such a good player. Smoke. You're not going to give him away and but, get him out of there. Do you think he's going to agree and play right tackle again? He almost has to, right? I think it feels think like it's so all the quiet over there that maybe they've talked him into it and they've come to be like, listen, man, yeah. we can go win. We need you, but we got to win. And, yeah. and you're a big part of it. We think you can be great over here. Uh, I, th- I think the Ravens have all the power there. And I think with Zach Ertz, like, uh, I get what you're saying, man. But you look at Carson Wentz. He wanted out. Carson Wentz got out. You know, like, there was a there was rumblings there. I get it's a different position. I think after all Zach Ertz has done for that organization, obviously, I think he's well-respected in that locker room still. And if he said that he wants out, you feel like the Eagles would do right by him and release him. Or uh, not release him, but trade him. And we haven't really heard that yet. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, happy birthday to Ty and Kaylee. Yeah, happy birthday. It, 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 for them, the what's your favorite car you've had? What was yours? Mine was a 1979 Lincoln Continental. Yours is your current car. Current, Boston. current car the until I get my dream car. Living the dream. I honestly don't remember the year. I think it was like 86 or 87. The Nissan SRX. There it that is. That thing could fly, man. And Looking the other thing right is now. I had that radio that you it, it didn't have a radio. So I had to go <laughs> buy one and plug it in. Remember those? And then you could like no, remove man, them. I'm 33. No, you could remove them because they kept getting stolen out of oh, people's cars. No, yeah, 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 yeah. So I removed. You just plug it in, plug it in, yeah, boom, yeah, yeah. get it out of there. You could have. I never took it out of the car. I just hit it under the seat. I got. See that fooled all you guys in Rhode Island, <laughs> dummies. <laughs> Kids are not getting a car. Hope you have a great day, everybody. CBS 47, Fox 30. Good luck, Cara Naya Davis tonight as she gets picked in the WNBA draft. Live local loud coming up next.